call him Sonny Larry. Didn't you? He used to be the best of friends. We're still the best of friends. No, you're not. Who says we're not? Sit somewhere else. Now, if I've done something to you, just tell me what I've done to you. Well, you didn't do anything to me. I just don't like you no more. You liked me yesterday. Why does he not want to be friends with you no more? Why is he 12? What the hell's going on with you, me feckin' brother? He's dull, Siobhan. But he's always been dull. The other night, two hours, you spent talking to me about the things you found in your little donkey shite that day. Well, it wasn't me little donkey shite. It was me pony shite, which shows how much you were listening. If you don't stop talking to me... Colin! And if you don't stop bothering me, I have a set of shears at home. And each time you bother me from this day on, I'll take those shears and I'll take one of my fingers off with them. And I'll give that finger to you until I have no fingers left. Does this make things clearer to you? Not really, no. Starting from now. But shush like, Polly. You know, shush like. Yeah, I'd shush like. Martin McDonough is back. Reuniting his In Bruges stars Colin Farrell and Brennan Gleeson with The Banshees of Inisherin. Farrell was absent from McDonough's last feature, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, while Gleeson has been absent from the last two, and both are welcome additions to the cast. Farrell and Gleeson seemed like a strange pairing at the time of In Bruges, given their unique trajectories. Farrell was an international heartthrob, attracting notice for his lead role in Tigerland at just 24, and being in a sling of blockbusters like Hearts War, Minority Report, Phone Booth, SWAT, and The Recruit. Typecast in military and law enforcement roles, Farrell was known less for his acting and more for his sordid personal life, which included flings with Angelina Jolie, Demi Moore, Nicole Mayerain, with whom he had a sex tape, Britney Spears, and even Elizabeth Taylor, and a visit to rehab in 2005. However, after the box office bomb that was Alexander, Farrell moved to smaller and more artistic films, working with Terence Malick in The New World, starring in Robert Towns' Ask the Dust, and Woody Allen's Cassandra's Dream. With In Bruges, Farrell reinvented himself as an indie darling with comedic chops, earning a Golden Globe nomination and continuing to pursue unpredictable projects with each step of his career. Gleeson, conversely, is a former schoolteacher who appeared in amateur and semi-professional stage productions before his career took off, with a minor role in the Richard Harris drama The Field and a lead role in the TV movie The Treaty as Michael Collins. Unlike Farrell, Gleeson has remained married since before his career began, and he's been able to drift seamlessly between various types of movies without the burden of celebrity. He's certainly been in a lot of epics like Braveheart, Gangs of New York, Cold Mountain, and Kingdom of Heaven, but Gleeson has arguably found his meatiest roles in scripts by either Martin McDonough or Martin's brother, John Michael McDonough, that take place in his native island. It's clear that both Farrell and Gleeson have undeniable chemistry, but while in Bruges had moments of pathos as the two men find friendship, the Banshees of Inisherin is about the dissolution of a friendship. The supporting cast includes Kerry Condon, who previously worked with McDonough in Three Billboards, Pat Short, a veteran of Irish comedy with roles in Father Ted, The Guard and Calvary, and Gary Lydon in an excellent performance as the town policeman. Also featured is the exciting Barry Keegan, 
who seems to be following Colin Farrell around after working with him on the killing of a sacred deer and the Batman. If Farrell's management has Keegan included as part of a package deal, then casting agents could do a lot worse as Keegan is electrifying in everything he's in and Banshees is no exception. The Banshees of Inishirin was originally written as a play, and it feels more comparable to McDonough's early plays in the Linane trilogy or the Aran Island trilogy than any of his film work. Indeed, Banshees has the parochial Irish feel of McDonough's early theatre, and in many ways it is an achievement that McDonough has stayed true to the spirit of his early plays after becoming a world-famous filmmaker. In saying that, Banshees appears more abstract and allegorical than McDonough's film work. I was actually reminded of Farrell's other auteur collaborator, Yorgos Lanthimos, and his film The Killing of a Sacred Deer, which also starred Farrell and Keegan. Banshees has a similar fable-like narrative to the work of Lanthimos, which combines absurdity with gut-wrenching violence. Although McDonough is no stranger to violence, the violence in his other films felt more contextual, given that these films dealt with gangsters, psychopaths, and vigilantes, whereas the violence in Banshees feels excessive and out of place, which therefore makes it more confronting. Banshees revolves around two lifelong friends, Padraic, Colin Farrell, and Colm, Brennan Gleeson, in the fictional Irish town of Inishirin. These two men abruptly fall out when Colm decides he does not want to be friends with Padraic anymore. Paddy struggles to accept Colm's rejection until Colm threatens to cut off one of his own fingers each time Padraic attempts to contact him. Some have said that this is a metaphor for the Irish Civil War, where Irishmen were senselessly fighting each other. Indeed, the Irish Civil War serves as a backdrop to the events of this film, and one of the film's characters, the town policeman, even says that he preferred it when they were fighting the English and not other Irishmen. Another possible interpretation is that Paddy and Colm represent the conflicting sides of an artist. Paddy is sensible, loyal, and personable, if dull and unworldly, while Colm is brooding, introverted, and willing to sacrifice everything for his music. In one of the most memorable moments, Colm says that no one remembers anyone from the 17th century for being nice, but we all know the music of Mozart, to which Paddy says, well, I don't, so there goes that theory. Martin McDonough is a somewhat enigmatic director who is rarely interviewed, and I can't help but wonder if the tension between Paddy and Colm is illustrative of the artistic tension inside McDonough's own brain. Colm is willing to literally torture himself for his art, while Paddy values kindness. It is often said that the great Irish writers like James Joyce and Samuel Beckett had to leave the Emerald Isle in order to write as everyone in Ireland was too busy going to the pub to write anything down. McDonough would no doubt be aware of this story, which makes me wonder if Banshees is his most personal film yet. In terms of how Banshees rates against McDonough's other filmography, I think In Bruges stands head and shoulders above the rest as his masterpiece. But what I like about Banshees is that it feels like a movie that only McDonough could make, and a welcome return to his Irish roots after a foray into Hollywood. Would you not want him to have to do the one finger to see if he was bluffing like? No, we wouldn't. Because worse comes to worse, you can still play the fiddle with four fingers, I bet you. Going back to your own gang now, Parry. I'm talking to me! Are you? Why aren't you talking to Parry no more? That wouldn't be a sin now, would it, Father? No, but it's not very nice either, is it? 
Do you know who we remember for how nice they was in the 17th century? Who? Absolutely no one. Yeah, we all remember the music of the time. Everyone to a man knows Mozart's name. I don't, so there goes that theory. We won't call it quits. We call it the start.